Welcome back to Two C's with Pod. Been a few weeks, man. We've uh, yeah, we've we've uh, we've been jet setting. Well, not necessarily jet setting, but like car setting. Is that a thing? Yeah, like I think so. Road, road trips and stuff like that. So the Midwestern way to travel. Yeah, to me. Yeah, you got to just road trip it, man. That's the best. The best. What's your uh, what's your time or distance in which it's got to be a road trip or you're getting on a plane? I have, I have a specific point of like, if it's just me or like, if I don't have the family. Yeah. Well, so I, I have driven to every corner of the United States. Um, and so I feel like I'm a, I'm an interesting kind of person to ask this question to, because I actually have done about as far as you can drive in the continental United States. And I would say, though, so when I was young, there was really no limit, you know, like for me, I, you you know, if I had the time, the money and, you know, and I definitely did when I was younger, you know, maybe the money, not so much, but I definitely made it, you know, in the time. So <clears throat> then there was no limit. Now, I mean, to me, I can't go much more. I mean, 10 to 12 hours would be like the absolute, you know, max that I would want to drive although we've recently done like north carolina um and different drives like that so you know i i, I enjoy it so my i have a long threshold for it i guess eight hours it, it, that's it's like the work shift theory yeah. that for me that's like that is probably that's what i looked at with nashville on our little drive just recently it was like it's just a work shift yeah eight hours is the uh you know now i'll stretch it to 10 Right. But yeah. like really, once you kind of get start getting into that 11, 12, 15, because, uh, you know, we took our we took our annual Ray's trip to yeah. pay homage to our to our guy, Ray, um, which let, let's recap these. OK, let's recap these and let's let's just kind of figure out if there's any patterns here, Matt. Um, so we lost Ray in December of 13. And in 2014, the inaugural race trip, I did not attend this one, but it it counts because some of the guys, the guys did. That was a loss in Arizona. Now, the Chiefs did not win the Super Bowl that year. Okay. All right. So the following year, we uh, we took on Green Bay. And we lost. The Chiefs also did not win the Super Bowl that year. The next year, we tried our luck in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we lost that game, yeah. and the Chiefs also did not win the Super Bowl. No Super Bowl. Oh, and three so far. Uh, my, my numbers and, are right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, then we went to Dallas, and unfortunately lost in Dallas, and also did not win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then went to New England, and unfortunately lost. Did not win the yeah, Super Bowl. I mean, in all fairness, these are really tough places to go on the road and and win football games. But continue. Oh and five now. Oh, oh and five. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. And um, then we went to Jacksonville at the start of the 2019 season. Yeah. Brought Good. home the dub. First raised trip with the W. Now at the end of that season, that there was a certain team holding the trophy on the stage, the Lombardi trophy, that was the Kansas city chiefs. True. 2020, we were not allowed to travel due to uh, COVID. 
2021, there were still COVID restrictions, did not travel. Oh, yeah, that's right. So if you remember, there was uh, COVID restrictions in 2021 where there was still talk there was about a, like, a few fans. It was a little tougher to travel around. Like, right. OK, because we we planned these with, um, you know, in the summer when the schedule comes out, you know, you kind of got to you got to be on that. Uh, 2022, we went to San Francisco, Santa Clara, to be exact. And that was a 44-21 Chiefs victory. Nice. Uh, if you recall recent history, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Wow. So, so at this point, we're two and five on the Rays trips. And the Chiefs had won the Super Bowl. But in those two wins, in and, those two wins you were two and two when it came to winning Super Bowls after the dub. Two for two. Um, Pleased to tell you that uh, we attended the game in Minneapolis, U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah. Which looks um, like an interesting place. It's a lovely stadium, but Mm -hmm. it is. uh, Look, Minneapolis is cold. Like they have a walkway between connecting the buildings and their downtown because it's. Yeah, walkways, tunnels. They also have tunnels. Tunnels and walkways. Yeah. Like they've got second floor. You know, so basically you don't have to walk outside. Absolutely. And um, they had the doors open on the indoor arena. <laughs> yeah. They have. So, I mean, it was great stadium, beautiful, like these big old doors that, that slide open. But everything around like the pregame is about how the elements and how cold it is and how uncomfortable it is for the opponents and all of this. And they have like this fake snow that comes no. down from the, uh, from the ceilings. I heard that fake ceiling. noise, too. Can that be confirmed? Was there like fake crowd noise? I had heard that. Yeah, that was like- yeah, they pump in. They definitely pump in crowd noise. We were <laughs> we were sitting upstairs and we were near the speakers. They definitely pump in crowd noise. Um, but so you know, it was a little bit of like, hey man, it's like fifty five degrees, and I'm like sitting inside in shorts, um, <laughs> watching <laughs> watching a football game. But I mean, the elements, it, oh man, the element. Yeah, they got like these this video of Bud Grant and like, you know, all this stuff. But I will tell you, I will tell you that skull chant is pretty fun. Like when you like watch that from like inside, it is pretty cool. Like to see the whole, well, it was probably a, it was probably a 50, 50 crowd. That's what I heard also. Yes. So, and you know, that comes from soccer. I just want to throw that out there that that is originally a soccer chant that has been, of course, you know, once again, um, culturally appropriated. Well, we steal everything from soccer. I know, including the name itself. But yes, so like, um, yeah, it is a neat, neat um, chant. And I at least less less racist than ours i'll at least say that for theirs but don't go ahead that's that's a different conversation we had you had to go there but i know <laughs> anyway um but yeah cool stadium uh you know there was some uh there were some viking fans of course sitting around us that uh like uh one of the guy, the guy in front of me turned around to me and they were super cool and he's just like man i want to talk trash but you guys are so good <laughs> so hard to that's what's so amazing yeah in minnesota so minnesota in the and not to kind of aside to soccer but minnesota it, with uh sporting kc in the mls has been called the kind like the friendliest rivalry in sports or something like that so the idea is is that yeah midwestern people are nice minnesotans are nice Missourians, you know, are nice. So that would be kind of in line with, you know, what, you know, kind of is 
and and my mind is very true about overall about midwestern people is that you know you know they have a tendency to be a little kinder and that that's hilarious and that's what's got to be so much fun about going i mean imagine those years in pittsburgh going in new england going on the road to new england i mean whatever trash they wanted to talk i mean what could you possibly say other you know i mean it just you know so now you were the new england right so it goes back to two the the you guys had some controversy in the game right and so they yeah so that that was where the i assume you're talking about the picked up flag for pass interference sure the ending yeah 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 yeah. so um I, i mean the the question that I would ask the guys that are like, oh, that's crap. You know, Chiefs get all the calls. I said, okay, so let me ask you something. Pick one. That ball was tipped at the line of scrimmage, or your quarterback is so garbage that he throws a ball that spins in a circle and lands 15 yards from his target. Which one do you want? Exactly. Like which, you don't get like there's Kirk, a there's maybe. a bailouts on in the NFL that Look, man, if you're a, just chucking it up and you're getting hit or you're just chucking it up, throwing, trying to get a penalty called. You're not going to get that call, dude. And you shouldn't get that call. And it wasn't a call. It's just, again, though, I mean, and I've been victim to it. Of course, I've been that person that said New England got all the calls. And, you know, I think there's we're talking about a little bit of two different things, right? Now, do I kind of acknowledge, and I still will stand firm in that New England's legacy is a little bit tarnished for the things that have happened. Now, if each one of the things that happened in, you know, would have happened, you know, in a vacuum, then maybe not so much. But you have a pattern with Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, the, the New England kind of organization of kind of bending slash breaking the rules, right? And getting caught doing it. That's the piece. Now, did they also get calls as a good team and do good teams get calls? That's the piece that people want to like, they want to gloss over. They want to point out the the point, the fact that we get the calls, but the understanding is that you got to remember that's because we're a good team being always in situations where it comes down to that. And so, and those calls that are iffy or 50, 50 get very magnified. So I think that, you know, I'll still stand firm in that new England's a little bit sketch, Right. But but all the complaints I had about them getting all the calls was just haterism. Right. And what we're getting now is all that haterism. Right. And we're going to continue to get them. And it's really hilarious. It's actually very nice to be on that side of it. Yeah. So we've reached full villain status. Yes. We get every call. Now, I want to go back to the kindness of the the Minneapolis. So as we I get they got less kind, I'm sure. Yeah. So as we were walking out of San Francisco last year, and we ended oh, yeah. up walking home to our to our Airbnb, so two hour or two, I'm sorry, two not two hours, two miles. Okay. So it was probably a 45 minute walk. Oh, a, a chunk. Yeah. We had these guys behind us that were, you know, just trying to get trying to get a rise out of us. That uh, and their go to was Trail of Tears racists trail of tears that's okay. that's what their go-to was they, i mean and they got us okay. on that one though andy but again fair and hilarious wait, wouldn't, wait hold on wouldn't so wouldn't we have been the victims of the trail of tears at that point 
it, it's such a complicated it's a very nuanced argument they're trying to make on the streets of a football game um afterwards and i'm sure very intoxicated again yeah. i'll give credit for even knowing the trail of tears and like understanding there's some history there well you're near you're by off. stanford you're by stanford when you're in santa clara so you know there's some there's some Berkeley, brains there. so stanford. the the yeah. go-to the first barb that was lobbed was by buddy as we exited the stadium yeah looks directly at us and he poses this question you ready for it matt oh i'm sure it is a, a whiz bang ahead what time is the royals game <laughs> <laughs> now keep in mind keep in mind the twins have not been bounced from the alds yet and and they had recently just broken a 13-game playoff losing streak. Not like series, games. Just games, yeah. They I had know. not won, they had been swept. Their last they, they have not, I don't think they'd won a game since maybe they won the World Series in 1990. What they, they have firmly underestimated number one, the care that we have ultimately for the royals and i don't mean it in like i i think it's been kind of beaten out of us especially recently you know like i i think we hold, hold on let's talk about that you're actually wearing a shirt that yeah. is royals world series shirt which was a more recent event than the twins even come winning a playoff game exactly and so there's that piece number one when we were good and maybe that trash talk works in like 16, 17, when we're still hanging on to like, Hey, we were, you know, sort of good. Not too long ago. Maybe we can be that again, but we're full on into like Royals malaise time again. Right. Like where no one in this city, especially because the chiefs are so good. And I mean, this happens to sporting too. It happens to, all the teams around here in some ways, maybe when one of them is really good. Now, sporting probably hasn't hit that point, but absolutely in 2015, 2014, there was not a ton of care about the Chiefs, right? I mean, everybody and everything was wrapped around the Royals and because we were so unused to the success, you know, and now, you know, again, we're back to with the Chiefs that take and predominantly take all of our attention. Um, and they know as well, right, that, if the Vikings, they know what they trade. They know what they would trade. They would trade the Vikings some playoff success, some a Super Bowl win for the Vikings way before they would take a Twins World Series win or even appearance, right? Like if you really said to them, okay, buddy, then let me pose you a question, right? When's the, you know, when's the the, the Minnesota Vikings World Series? Where's their trophies at? You know, the, you know what, dude, they, there's no... There's no comparison, and that's because the NFL, you know, has built such a machine that it's way bigger than even, you know, any of the sports. So the idea that you're going to get us on a on a MLB zinger in Minnesota at an at an NFL football game too, on top of it, it's like wearing the Dak Prescott jersey to the Chiefs Cardinals game, you know, and then somehow kind of talking trash about the Cowboys in the midst of it, you know. At least that's the same sport, <laughs> you know well, what I mean. So that was something, too, that I, I didn't quite get. There were several people that rolled into this game wearing, uh, like, I saw a Dan Marino jersey. I saw a, um, 
This is the Rob Lowe NFL hat scenario, dude. That just always slays me. They're just NFL fans, Andy. They're just they're just out there to yeah, enjoy a good NFL old to see um, to see some pigskin. You know, a good old good old. So, so the other zinger that we got hit with, the okay. other zinger that we got hit with was by Drunk Girl. Mm. Um, always my favorite. Drunk Girl and husband slash boyfriend just kept his head down, like just let's just keep moving. All right, there's eight of these guys, but you know, best best, best scenario. These are not small men. Like you guys aren't she, small people. She Look went up. with. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Where's your friendship bracelets? <laughs> Are you that's, making friendship bracelets? That's pretty good. Let me that's see your friendship bracelets. Like that's we'll, pretty we're topical. walking the city block. See, I don't hate that. That's hilarious. See, for me, that that is pretty good, right? Like that's just not. And maybe the Trail of Tears one falls in the same category of like it's pretty clever, you know? Like you got us there. Okay, fair. We're the Taylor yeah. Swift team. Okay, so I didn't, we, you know, we were, we were, you know, all in good fun. So no, no sense in chirping back here, but. Um, Hilarious to so me. Since, the freaking well, good one. Because... Well, let's break down the, let's break down the Chiefs game since Travis and Taylor have been uh, a, a thing. Okay. Yeah. So she showed up to the Bears game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she was in yeah. New York the following week for the, the Jets and Chiefs game. Another win. Yes, if I recall. Um, wasn't able to make Minneapolis. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then she was there for Denver. So, what's that say about you, Minneapolis? You are not important enough for Taylor, Taylor. to show up. <laughs> not She's like, up I, ain't going, I ain't going to that cold-ass, terrible place. Why would I go to... I, I haven't, she probably hasn't stepped foot in Minneapolis or the surrounding oh, area, the Twin Cities. She might have toured there. And that's fine. But again, yeah, I, I again I am all I'm a huge fan of like funny trash talk. And both of those are pretty decent examples of like pretty funny stuff that is relatively respectful, you know, at least they're not cussing you out and yeah. being stupid and telling you to F off or well, you know fight so you. Like, you were asking about like Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like Pittsburgh, that game was uh, that game was out of hand. Yeah, like it was like I want to say it was like twenty nine to seven with like it might have been twenty nine to nothing with like ten minutes left in the second quarter. So it was out of hand, and it was raining, and it was a miserable night. And dude, Whoa. by the fourth quarter, like midway through the third and fourth quarter, like Steelers fans were buying us drinks. Like, can't believe you guys are still here. <laughs> Good on you for still being here. You know, like, I mean, we just. Well, I'm glad it. you've had good experience. We, we just took I, mean, it. I think like, that's you see, you see so many videos right now, and you see so well, many the, things. That, like that's always my concern for you guys. Is there's always a little bit of my worry that you know some some you see some really bad moments, and I'll be quite honest, and not they they're blessed to have you know a, a level headed at least one level headed human being with them overall i don't know that all of your crew is always going to make the best decision at the best times it sounds like they they have so far at least yeah you know i think it, well the the worst one the <laughs> worst one was dallas dallas was bad hmm. the walk back to where we were picking up our shuttle was that one was that one's pretty rough um that one yeah 
Anyway, we'll get that on for now. Doesn't surprise me, man. Let me, let me wrap up wrap up Minneapolis. Yes. Uh, so my favorite trash talk was not aimed at us. Okay. There was an older couple. Um, maybe have 20, 25 years on us. So mid mid to late 60s, maybe. Yeah. Officially olds. She was wearing Chiefs gear. He was wearing Vikings gear. That, this is a downtown stadium, so we're at a we're at a crosswalk stoplight, and he yells out. And I know that we've been working on getting rid of our explicit rating on our podcast, but I'm going to need one. I'm going to need one. He says, "I hope I get fucked like the Vikings did tonight." And wow. on cue, this lady, like without missing a beat, just fires back. You very well may because I'm in a good mood. (laughs) (laughs) And on cue, my man chirps back. You're not getting any dick tonight because I'm not in a good mood. Golly. So that is relationship goals. That's relationship goals right there. You know, the kids are always talking about relationship goals. That's where it needs to be. Hashtag relationship goals. It was awesome. That's, That's impressive. Yes. And I'm sure they had a lovely night. And that's wonderful. You love to see that type of, you know, and it's something we've, you know, maybe we, you know, maybe to not to that extent, but for sure between us. But um, well, that's kind of the spirit of, it's the spirit of us, right? It's yeah. like we are, op- we have sometimes have opposite views and opposite things, but at the end of the night, it's We're, all love. So the other, the other funny story from that weekend was, um, we were looking for something to do Saturday night and some of our crew was totally fine. Just hanging out at the house and yeah. throwing bags and stuff like that. And you know me, Matt, I, I, go, I go to another city, man. I want to get out. Yeah. I want to hang out at the house and the Airbnb that we had. Um, it matched the description. Okay. It matched the description, but they did a hell of a job with those pictures. Man, don't they? It they made those. They made that. Like uh, Philip, Philip and I rolled up to the house. We drove around the block twice because where the the house was supposed to be, where our GPS was telling us, I was like, "No, nah, Philly, I don't, I don't think that house is big enough for eight of us." <laughs> and uh, and we we walked in and we're like, "Okay, man, okay, yep, this is," and like you could tell that they had they had. Here's my theory: is that they got that house like off auction or an estate sale or something, and they got it for cheap. Sure. And they flipped that thing to specifically be an Airbnb. Yeah, they do that. It was that often short it was term ten, rental. Short term rental. Yes, ten minutes. It was ten minutes from downtown. It was ten minutes to the Great Mall. Ooh. And here's the one: I didn't book the house, but had I booked the house, I probably would have picked up on this. Yeah. It was one mile to the airport. You know what that means, right? 7 a.m., baby. Those flights are taking off uh, right over the house. One, Yeah, one mile is plenty close. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, one of the guys is like, hey, my nephew plays in a band, and they happen to be in playing the Armory uh, Saturday night. I can get his tickets. And I'm like, yeah, sounds good, right? Price is right. Yeah, let's see a band, you know. I don't. So he sends us a song. He's like, "Yeah, you know, they've uh, like this is like their most popular song." 
and like sends it to us. I listen to it, man. I, it's not really my music, but you know, like you're down I'm, for it. Like I'm, it's not, you know, it's not like, repulsing hey, man, you enough whatever. to not go. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not my music, but Hey, I like the energy. I like the vibe of a concert. So he's like, look, um, this, the show starts at seven 30. So like, let's just get there at six 30 and, you know, I'll say hi to my nephew and, you know, his, his brother does like the, the backstage stuff and we'll say hi to them and we'll just kind of, you know, and then we'll, we'll hear him play a couple, pl- couple songs and then we'll, we'll get out. And I was like, are you sure that I don't have like an opener? He's like, no, 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 man. No, it won't be an opener. So Definitely. we show up to this place called the Armory and it's, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Exactly what it is where they basically just cleared out everything and they've just got some VIP seats and it's a standing room only type venue. And we're about mid, we get there about six 30, right? So it starts seven 30, talk to the the kid that um, the nephew that does the backstage stuff, you know, he comes out, says hello. And he's like, Hey, Reagan's not, he, 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 he's having dinner. He'll, he'll get here in a little bit. I don't know if he'll be able to make it out. Show starts and we kind of start looking around. And uh, Dustin, one of the guys that's that that's their uncle, that's he goes, he looks around and goes, We are twice the age of the average person here. Yeah. Like, I was just looking around going, I felt like the uh, one of your favorite gifts, the Steve Buscemi, best. <laughs> like, I felt like I, I felt like I needed to turn my chair around. And sit on it backwards to be cool. Backwards um, hat, dude. Yeah, you got to flip your hat backwards hat. Say hello, fellow kids. Hello, fellow kids. Um, <laughs> so then the uh, the the um uh, the the band comes out, and he's like, "Oh, that's not them. That's not them. Must have an opener." So this these guys play for thirty minutes, and then they flip the stage for about fifteen, and sure. another band comes out, and he's like, "Oh, that's not." That's not my nephew's band either. So these guys play for 45 minutes and like midway through this, like this place is like just packing in. And he's like, Hey, do you, you want to go like stand over there? Basically wanted to get out of the crowd. And I could just tell like, you know, us, us old guys, our backs yeah. start locking up after we're standing too long. The back starts to lock up. Dang, man. Shoulders start to get a little tight. Exactly. It's a young man's game. And, uh, and we're we're like talking. He's like, yeah, you know, they were on Jimmy Fallon and you know all this. And I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, if you look at this ticket, like they're the headliner, and it's put on by Axis Events. So like, they're that's big- not like like they've got to have some sort of following. We get to the back of this auditorium, man. There's probably six thousand people <laughs> in there. Like, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, I saw the band Camino. Um, not yeah. too bad. Yeah, yeah check them out. Cool. Yeah, let's check them out. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I've heard of them. I definitely feel like I've heard of them. So younger, uh, younger crew though, huh? Again, yeah. younger crowd. Yeah, we younger have crew. Younger crew. Yeah, your boy we was. Uh, your, we your went boy. to Beyonce. You can imagine how bad we stuck out at Beyonce. I mean, we really didn't. I, I had tried very hard to like no spoiler Beyonce. Um, you know, and it, it helped that I'd gotten off you know social media and. So that made it a little easier. But even before that, you know, I was really trying hard not to do that. And so I really didn't get like quite the idea. And, you know, because there was very much a theme in the attire and it's very blingy and very out there. Um, and so, yeah, me and Deanna kind of stood out very much um, as being the older, 
older probably for the crowd and also just very conservatively attired if that makes sense you know compared to everyone else you know you weren't showing as much skin um not as much skin it's just not as much shine like shiny glittery glitzy blingy stuff that like that was the theme right everybody almost literally i would say 75 80 percent of the crowd um had um yeah some form of shiny i mean it was quite a deal I would describe it the best way I would describe it um, is the gay Super Bowl, actually. Um, so yeah. it was at a football. It was at a football stadium, so it's kind of appropriate in that way. And let me tell you, um, just the amount of just truly um, incredible outfits and attire um, was at least half as good, like part of the show, if that makes sense. You know, it was just about as good as seeing Beyonce in some ways. So I, I get sticking out because we go to lots of shows where there's moments where we look around and go like, yeah, we're not the, we're not the, you know, majority here. But in some ways I, I like those moments. I think it always gives me a little bit of a perspective, you know, of like feeling, you know, how folks who aren't always in that, you know, majority, you know, may, may kind of feel at times, you know? So uh, yeah, I, 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 but I get the feeling that it can also feel uncomfortable. Well, I I wasn't I wouldn't say I was uncomfortable. Like, yeah, for you, yeah. I was. Uh, it really it was more the uh, the uncomfort came from the back and shoulders starting to hurt. <laughs> yeah, it was more and of a physical I, thing, I, not an emotional or mental thing. Yeah, I do feel like that we were getting looked at like we were alcohol compliance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've been in many shows where I'm like, they think I'm a narc. They definitely, these people definitely are like, this dude's a cop. This dude is not, he's security, he's undercover or something. Yeah, that happens to us quite often as well. Hello, kids. Do you know where I could find some illegal drugs? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> could you I would love to buy to you. you How old are you? 17? I would love to go buy you some. <laughs> Let me, yeah. Would you like me to go get you some alcoholic drinks? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, but I'm man. so glad that you got to, yeah, got out there into the, into yeah, the city, man. enjoyed your time. You know, so I didn't really catch the vibe after the, you know, kind of what people are saying, but I, I have kind of gotten. And this really kind of came out after the Jets game, came out after the Denver game. And, you know, we'd kind of talked to be in full villain status a little earlier about the Chiefs. But, man, I I'm going to be honest with you. I'm really tired of hearing about ugly wins. Yeah. Really tired. of Because here's the thing. At the end of the year, we're going to look back and we're going to go, oh, this team's 14 and three and they get the number one seed. But we're not going to say, well, they're 14 and three, but six of those wins were ugly. They should have blown out that team. That team was bad. Why didn't they win by more? Why did the, the offense didn't look good enough in those games for me? Uh, that team's garbage. It shouldn't have been that close late in the game. Well, yeah, guess what? I couldn't agree more, dude. I mean, it is this the NFL. Look around. Look what's happening. A as our boy is a Herm win. Edwards said, as our boy Herm Edwards said, those guys are on scholarship too. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, I, you know, this isn't like my, this isn't like my softball team rolling out that we're clearly just better. Right. We're clearly the talents better. The like the actually a better, a better would be, this isn't Alabama playing Alabama state. Yeah. Where Clearly, the talent there's a huge talent gap. This is the elite of the elite. Exactly. 
you know, and so like, and they all want to beat the Chiefs. I mean, that is a. I believe if I want to believe in anything, right? I do believe in the concept of that when you play. There's two levels of it, right? It's a big game every week when you play the Chiefs. A lot of times, it's on national TV. You know, it's some sort of you know bit. It's the Sunday night. It's the Monday night. It's the Thursday it's night. Three twenty-five. It's the Fox it, game of the week. It, exactly. You're Greg Olson. The, you're getting Tony Romo. You're getting totally. Yeah. All those things matter. That is a real thing. We used to do that. I mean, how many times have we seen poor Chiefs teams play up to the t- competition and then absolutely lose games they should win and against teams they should just because we played up, right? Well, like, going back to like what we were talking about in the nineties, right? How how often would you see the group the Brett Favre led forty nine or Brett Favre led Packers come in here and get destroyed and the Steve yeah. Young Super Bowl champion 49ers get beat down yeah. the Buffalo Bills thirty three to six on a Monday night yep you can go on and on and on and then you get to the playoffs and pssst, you <laughs> exactly. know so like uh, right. we were for so many of those years in the nineties man we were the October champs. Oh, man, were we ever. The regular season, just we were incredible in the regular season. And we just – it was always because we had no balance, you know. And I think that's the piece that I think we're going to have to be – accept is that we're so used to, and I think the city's so used to seeing it being so unbalanced and it being so on the offense to go out and beat people 40 to 35. And that's just not – we have a much more balanced team now, which enjoy it, right? Like enjoy yeah. the fact that now we've got, it's, it's nostalgic. I've heard people say that too. Like it really kind of is. It reminds me of going back to like, oh man, I remember when like we used to do the, right. The benefit of the doubt was given to the offense for so long for, and now it's back to the benefit of the doubt given to the defense that like, they're going to get a stop. Oh my God. This so is one, of, one of the things that I asked somebody, I said, look, they made a couple boneheaded decisions slash plays down in the red zone, but they put it on tape, right? Now, one of them you don't want on tape. Number one is like Mahomes with somebody on his ankle getting hit. We probably don't want him throwing that ball. Just go ahead and eat the sack. Okay, but let's say you get a field goal there. And then the quarterback sneak fake field goal. Now, to me, that that's a pretty poor decision because it's like quarterback sneaks were great with one yard to go. Your Too success far, rate – is almost cut by two thirds on on a sneak on a two yards to get. Okay, you can get three feet, but trying to get six is not the. So then you're going to try to run that play. Okay, well let's say that you get those six points, right? You you just you just take the points because to your point, we know that our defense is going to stifle and our defense is not going to break. And so you just take the points, right? Like I saw it last night. I I went to bed at the. Um, pretty much in the third quarter of the Bills and Giants game, because I knew that game was over when the Giants at halftime had the opportunity to go up at least nine to nothing, <laughs> at least nine to nothing. What were they doing? And they, they doing? with 14 seconds left, they get the ball and they run, right? Oh. With no timeouts. So I, I was like, oh, the Bills are going to win this game. And lo and behold, it was, you know, seven to six yeah. or whatever. And I was like, yeah, but I'll just go ahead and uh, put the timer on yeah. the TV here and we'll just take this on. On the, on the yeah, snooze land, but like, but like, you know, all day Friday, all I'm hearing about is, oh, the win wasn't impressive. That was boring. That was this. That was that. Well, now I, I fast forward to Sunday and I see the 49ers lose. Yeah. Was that an impressive loss to the Browns? No, no. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, they lost. lost, the and they lost too. 
Yeah. They lost Debo and they lost McCaffrey. Who knows how long they're Well, guess what? Now Brock Purdy, that, that, that everybody makes decisions. Like the, everybody wants to, the Chiefs wide receivers are garbage. You don't have a number one. The Chiefs wide receivers are garbage. Okay. At some point you have to make a decision in the salary cap where you're going to spend your money. You can't pay everybody, right? Like you can't go, you can't pay everybody. So that's, that's the part where they said, you know what? We'll have just a bunch of guys. Maybe and depth is more pay. important. And Maybe we're going to pay. Depth is more important. Yeah. Because again, look at Justin Jefferson now for the Vikings. Look at all these guys that eventually. So if you're going to invest and you're going to invest it all in one dude, if that, you better hope that dude, you know, is put producing at a very high level and especially better hope that dude don't get injured. Because again, now what kind of depth do they have now? The Vikings do have a little bit. So they're probably blessed and they've done a nice job drafting and some things. But ultimately, I think for us, it gets to a point where like, like Justin Watson is out, right? He's probably out for a couple weeks, but Mm -hmm. what, I mean, does that really hurt us that bad? We've got a night, we've got like six Justin Watsons, you know what I mean? Where sometimes that's a problem, but when you start to get in an NFL season, it's attrition and it's like people start going down. Like the fact that you really have six average dudes may not be that bad, you know? Well, and like the chiefs do have a one. It yeah. just happens to be a tight end. Correct. It's right. right. And he's been banged up. Also a factor. So, yeah. So, but like, I, I have no like, fear for him. I, and if, and again, to me, like, I, I'm, I guess for me, I just think it's so rare what we've seen happen. And I think I just, I'm, I feel like I'm on, you know, whatever they think, you know, like, I'm just on cloud nine. Like, I, I can't. Whatever happens, what I'm just enjoying it now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't get the highs. Now, during the game, I still get all the emotions. But as far as just the season goes and everything else, like the highs and lows just aren't there because I, for me, like it's just almost all highs because I'm still just living off the success we've had that's really been unprecedented for like the last 10 years. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Well, I've actually I've actually taken to putting do not disturb on my phone Yeah. during well, the games. Yeah, like just and then like I'll check it at halftime maybe. Um, but you know, it's kind of like it gets just way too reactionary, um, yeah. you know, and it's kind of like, I don't know. I, I think that there's just a lot of. Um, we got a big picture nowadays, man. We've, we've had the success enough like now to hopefully we can all just step back and go, hey, we, we don't need to live by every play. We don't have to live by every even game now. You know, like this is a team that you know, is going to be around. And if, and if they end up falling off a cliff here before too long, then my gosh, just then still just appreciate the insane years we've had. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it was just kind of one of those things where I was like, man, you know, like it's just getting to the point where. Yeah. Relax. Relax. Like just, you're not going to win every, like the chiefs, like if you've been paying attention, if you've been watching, this is not a team that goes out and wins 70 to 20, right? Right? Like, I think everybody's like, oh, man, we want to be the Dolphins. Okay, so the Dolphins are blowing people out. Great. Now, they got blown out by the Bills. So they, they played a good team. They got blown out. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, when Chiefs and Dolphins play in Germany, they won't beat us. I'm not saying that they can't beat us. But the thing is, is like, let's just – it's a long season exactly things happen you know like like the the jets game that everybody was so upset about how oh 
we should, you know, look what look what Zach Wilson. Hey, Zach Wilson's been playing pretty darn good. Yeah, they just beat the Eagles. They just and beat they, the and Eagles. they beat the Eagles. So a so, lot of people were saying we're better than us, right? I hear a lot that it's 49ers, Eagles, us, right? Like that's what I heard a lot of. And all both of those teams above us that seemed unbeatable, you know, and made the NFC so tough. And now the AFC is weak. They both took the beats, you know. So San Francisco goes out and destroys the Cowboys. Yeah. And then they go to Cleveland and you know, like it'll be interesting. Oh, they missed that kick, man. That kick is so funny, too. I mean, because really, I mean, bless Purdy's heart, man. He did drive him down there and get him right in field goal range, and that old boy just missed it. And that's the piece that we forget about, right? Like, yeah, look at Bucker. Bucker's been freaking nails. He hasn't missed a kick, you know, all year. I mean, I hate to say it out loud. I'm knocking on wood here, but like, you know, so there's those little things that like we, that championship teams are made of and plays that happen that the 49ers still aren't making, you know, in some ways. And would you still today, if it was 49ers versus Chiefs Super Bowl right now, if you're putting your money on the 49ers, then you are a fool. You know what I mean? If you're putting money on anybody but the but the Chiefs, you are a fool in my mind still. And and we and like you said, we could absolutely improve. We will improve. There's no reason to think that we won't get better throughout the season as long as we're blessed and to not be injured. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really <laughs> this this season really comes down to health. Sadly, but but we lost Eric Fisher and it ruined a whole year. Yeah, the Super Bowl. Like yeah. we basically lost the Super Bowl because we lost our left tackle, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. We'll we'll catch up next week. Um, yeah. Appreciate uh, appreciate the time, man. It was good good to be back. I think I think we'll be a little bit more consistent now that uh, we're kind of settling into fall and that's right. Uh, that's right. Like traveling's kind of going away. How's the landscaping work going? You finished it up mostly. Finished it up. You know, there's always projects to do, but at least for that one, is all done. So yeah. Well, man, you, you know, you gotta it, it. See, we're we're actually kind of getting to that time of year where you want to start. Like it, six, eight weeks ago, you wanted to start early, beat the heat. Now you're wanting to start, you know, kind of mid-morning, uh, you know, mid to late morning, let the let the sun kind of come up and, and warm things up because in the 40s this morning. Yeah, yeah dude, I, I actually had to put a jacket on to, you know, to walk into the gym like, you know, and I park like pretty like I'm there early. <laughs> so I parked kind of by the door and I was like, no, nope, I'm going to need a jacket. Jacket was cold but now that the sun's kind of hit you know it's like man it's starting to get warm in here so all right buddy we'll talk next week man all right see you soon all right, be good later